Thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the device and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalms 19 on page 363 and 112 on 483. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. One day telleth another, and one night certifieth another. There is neither speech nor language, but their voices are heard among them. Their sound is gone out into all lands, and their words into the ends of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun, which cometh forth as a bridegroom out of his chamber, and rejoices as a giant to run his course. It goeth forth from the uttermost part of the heaven, and runneth about unto the end of it again, and there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. The law of the Lord is an undefiled law, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, and giveth wisdom unto the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, and rejoice the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, and giveth light unto the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, and endureth forever. The judgments of the Lord are true, and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey, and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant taught, and in keeping of them is great reward. Who can tell how oft he offendeth? O cleanse thou me from my secret faults. Keep thy servant also from presumptuous sins, lest they get the dominion over me. So shall I be undefiled and innocent from the great offense. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Blessed, blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. He hath great delight in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon earth. The generation of the faithful shall be blessed. Riches and plenteousness shall be in his house, and his righteousness endureth forever. Unto the godly there ariseth up light in the darkness. He is merciful, loving, and righteous. 
A good man is merciful and lendeth, and will guide his words with discretion. For he shall never be moved, and the righteous shall be had in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of any evil tidings, for his heart standeth fast and believeth in the Lord. His heart established and will not shrink, until he see his desire upon his enemies. He hath dispersed abroad and given to the poor, and his righteousness remaineth forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. The ungodly shall see it, and it shall grieve him. He shall gnash with his teeth and consume away. The desire of the ungodly shall perish. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second chapter, the book of Ecclesiastes. I said in my heart, Come now, I will test you with mirth, therefore enjoy pleasure. Be sure, but surely this also was vanity. I said of laughter, madness, and of mirth, what does it accomplish? I searched in my heart how to gratify my flesh with wine, while guiding my heart with wisdom, and how to lay hold on folly, till I might see what was good for the sons of men to do under heaven all the days of their life. I made my works great. I built myself houses and planted myself vineyards. I made myself gardens and orchards, I, and, and I planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made myself water pools from which to water the growing trees of the grove. I acquired male and female servants and had servants born in my house. Yes, I had greater possessions of herds and flocks than all who were in Jerusalem and before me. I also gathered for myself silver and gold and the special treasures of kings and of the provinces. I acquired male and female singers, the delights of sons of men, and, and musical instruments of all kinds. So I became greater and excelled more than all who were who were before me in Jerusalem. Also, my wisdom remained with me. Whatever my eyes desired, I did not keep from them. I did not withhold my heart from any pleasure. My, for my heart rejoiced in all my labor, and what this was my reward from all my labor. Then I looked on all the works that my hands had done, and all the labor in which I had toiled, and indeed, all was vanity and grasping for the wind. There was no profit under the sun. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaid. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me and holy is his name, and his mercies on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy a hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, 
as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth chapter of St. Paul's epistle to, um, the second epistle to Timothy. I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead, at his his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, convince, rebuke, extort with all long suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of the evangelist, fulfill your ministry. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have found the good I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Be diligent to come to me quickly, for Demas has forsaken me, having loved this, this present world, and has departed for Thessalonica. Uh, Sessions of Galatia, Titus for uh, Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful for me. He is useful to me for ministry. And Tychicus, I have sent to Ephesus. Bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Tarsus when you come, and the books, especially the parchments. Alexander the coppersmith did me much harm. May the Lord repay him according to his works. You also must be aware of him, for he has greatly resisted our words. At my first offense, no, no one stood with me, but all forsook me. May it not be charged against them. But the Lord stood with me and strengthened me so that the message might be preached fully through me, and that all the Gentiles might hear. Also, I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion, and the Lord will deliver me from every evil work. Preserve me for his heavenly kingdom. To him be all glory forever and ever. Amen. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ's only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Ghost, 
born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty God, who hast instructed thy holy church with the heavenly doctrine of thy evangelist Saint Mark, give us grace that, being not like children carried away with every blast of vain doctrine, we may be established in the truth of thy holy gospel, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. Love thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about tonight's lessons. You know, it, we added back a couple of verses in our New Testament lesson tonight, the, the talking about Alexander the coppersmith. And it always strikes, has always struck me as probably the most scathing Amazon review ever, where for perpetuity, Alexander Coppersmith is always known as someone not to be dealt with. And it, you know, it just leads me to, you know, speculate on what happened and what he was doing at this time. But tonight's lessons are, are a pointed lesson, Ecclesiasticus and, and the New Testament passage, all focus on perseverance, on maintaining one's commitment through trials and tribulations and perseverance is one of the 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 central um disciplines that we all have to work on in our christian life in our spiritual life in our relationship with god is to persevere you know all of us come to Christ in different ways, but many of us at that first time are, you know, full of vim and vigor. We, we are, you know, on fire with a love for Jesus. And then, then the temptations of the world, the, the, the struggle that a relationship with Christ requires can be quite daunting at times. And so we always have to learn patience. We always have to learn perseverance. We always have to persevere in the faith. You know, 
Jesus was surrounded by these crowds who were enthralled by him, but they all faded away. Many churches are planted and have, you know, lots of enthusiasm. And when the reality of what the Christian life entails is a enduring of suffering, of not everything going your way, of being faithful and being present. Oftentimes we struggle with that. And so it's something common to us all. And, you know, how do we, how do we deal with that? How do we develop perseverance? And I think that's why things like fasting and our Lenten disciplines are instructive. What I have learned is that you cannot go into something like Lent thinking, I'm going to do 40 days of this thing. Whenever we encounter struggles, what we can do is ask God to be present with us right now, at this time. Let me get through this one day of fasting. Let me get through this one hour of fasting. Let me go through you know these 10 minutes be with me pre- right here, right now, in this thing. And so that's always the, the strange thing about perseverance is it's something that we look at over a long course of time, yet the, the battle, the struggle, takes place in the present. It's always in the present with us, what we are enduring in the present. And we always have to keep sight of that, you know, in my own life, you know, I think about my own desire to be a full-time minister, to be able to do this full-time, to, to, to make money and support my, my wife and my children in ministry. And you can get caught up in all these plans, what's going to happen in the future. But how did I get to this point here was not by having these grand plans. It was by taking doing what God called me to do at that exact moment and being present at that exact moment for other people. And that over time leads you someplace, but it's, you can't start the spiritual life by overly focusing on where you want to go. You have to start where you're actually at and Endure the struggle that you're in presently instead of making struggles to take over the future, if that makes sense. And this is why our, you know, the Old Testament lesson that we heard tonight is, is very important. Because what is the result? If we turn away from God, all we have are the things of this world. And... The fact of the matter is they will always leave us empty. They will always leave us void and hollow inside. We will all see that they are just vanity. They are nothing. So the, the, it's in the end, it does, there's not really a choice. There isn't a choice between this world and God. There isn't a choice between being rich and loving Jesus. It's in the end, it's not a choice. It's a false choice. That if we choose the things of this world, we will be left empty, alone, and essentially in hell. A living hell and then an eternal hell. 
It is only in our relationship with Jesus that the suffering that we are all bound to endure, no matter what choices we make, can something good come out of them? Can we be taught things that we can learn things and experience the love of Jesus in those places where we are most in pain and suffering? Otherwise, we are left with nothing in the end. Just some thoughts about tonight's lessons. Continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind, for the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer tonight. Hope you have a great Tuesday night. Thank you, Father John. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you everyone. Have a good have evening. Have a wonderful night, everybody. Oh, Rose. Hi, Rose. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.